listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I came into this world high as a bird from secondhand cocaine powder. I know it sounds absurd. I never tooted, but it's in my veins. While the rest of the country bungees our bridges without no snapback and bitches, they say they need that to shake their fannies in these ass clubs. They go the other route, turn each other out, burn each other out. Where a bona fide nigga like me can't even get no back rub these days. Ain't that bleak on their part? But let me hold it down, cause they shut you down when you speak from your heart. Now that's hard. While we ranting and raving about gas, nigga, they made them gas. They got some shit that'll blow out your back from where they stay at. Hey, welcome to to the black guy to us podcast your host rod and Karen. and we're live on a saturday afternoon yes sir ready to discuss your feedback uh what i'm do it what do i mean by your feedback um i mean all the stuff you guys have to say about the things that we had to say throughout the week uh you can leave feedback by leaving voicemails at 704-557-0186 make sure they're two minutes or less the machine cuts you off 704-557-0186 uh you can also do stuff like uh vote in our polls the blackout tips at gmail um I'm at wait i'm sorry the blackout tips.com is where our episodes and our polls are each episode you can leave comments and each episode has a poll you can leave you can leave comments on your vote in the poll it's crazy like that you can also email us the black guy who tips at gmail.com we read those we got a lot of game of thrones emails this week not a lot of just regular feedback this week that's fine um you can also uh leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we really love when people do that um and we love it so much indeed that if you leave a nice five-star review we will read it on the show and uh you guys left plenty of them this week and we Yay! thank you we do um what am i missing is that all the ways you can feedback oh you can also give money to the show you can uh just go to the com on the right hand side donate to the show just like that boom just sign up and i give it one time you can uh do recurring donations we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that as a matter of fact we give them a shout out and for the uh offerings and tithes that they are giving mm-hmm. i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day new day new dinero cedric the entertainer w thank you very much malanike i we appreciate your recurring donation as well we got a one-time donation from cassie f thank you cassie uh we also got a recurring donation from preston uh who was team dro never forget uh we got a one-time donation from rebecca m who leaves a message as well says so happy to have found your show and wanted to keep my support uh wanted to show my support keep making great content rebecca thank you rebecca thank you baby we appreciate you we do we got our brand new recurring donator from erna l thank you erna hey baby go we to pre- the new members class go on to the new members class we appreciate all the people signing up okay thank you we need it james g thank you james monica t we appreciate it monica calvin i hope everything's going good with the mcdonald's thank Me you too gerard l thank you gerard tyrone m thank you tyrone lanika m i think that might be a new one i don't, that is. I don't think i heard that name before Mm-mm. jason f thank you jason terry w appreciate you terry uh eric uh who is uh you know shout out to fsu attitude jack franco pride come on you know waste bees by sewer thank you so much jasmine a we appreciate you alexander m thank you Dastri J, thank you as well. 
michael i thanks mike mary h thank you for mike uh mary uh deborah o appreciate you rachel h thank you omat a thank you omat jonathan w Janine r uh who else we got here um stefan h thank you stefan we appreciate you as well uh our girl shanna shanna bowie uh shanna b i guess i should say it my bad shanna uh jonathan h thank you so much <laughs> i make mistakes jeff m thank you jeff we appreciate you um Corey b thank you Corey. uh andy s thank you andy our man mr span of the span report podcast and that is everybody play me out into our five star reviews we got a few on itunes none on stitcher i don't believe although i didn't check for the uh, movie review podcast which i guess i should have done um i'll try to come back to that if i can remember okay all right um but let's talk about the five star reviews people left on itunes to leave us a five star review you can get the itunes program on your computer you can do if you have an apple device you can go to itunes on that and you can leave us a five star review it says leave a review put five stars write a little something no cursing no profanity because uh, it does censor things and i mean it censors stuff like it censors the word vagina okay so but I'm not just, dick yeah but not dick just letting you guys know not penis either that's a you know that's the medical term vagina and they still censor that so anyway you guys can leave those five star reviews it takes a couple of days only for they show up so if we don't read it but you have sent it you know just make sure you didn't leave any cuss words and just wait a couple of days it'll pop up uh stitcher you can leave reviews on that as well um their review process is you need to go to the website um to do it um you really can't leave it on um on their app so you have to go to stitcher.com search for the blackout test podcast scroll down wait a couple of seconds it'll pop up with a thing that says write a review uh, at the bottom of the screen and you write a review it's that easy now let's get to your itunes reviews uh my favorite podcast by young guap cpa thank you young guap um five stars of course i would like to apologize to pastor rod and first lady karen i've been a faithful member of the church of the blackout for the last six years but this is my first five-star review while i'm not a completely useless member of the congregation i've been premium for the last three years this is a glaring oversight i get my news almost exclusively from this podcast because rod and karen are possibly the most sincere and honest social communist commentators on the internet oh thank you thank you baby i appreciate the infusion of comedy into what seems like an increasingly depressing news landscape if i could give them 10 stars i would thank you oh thank you you right on time baby yeah i uh i love this part of the show like honestly i look forward to feedback every week me too because it's really uh it's easy to get caught up in the negativity out there it's Mm -hmm. easy there's all kinds of people that that listen to to shows they don't really like they listen i mean with no exception and when you stumble upon the people that you know don't fuck with you or they wanted to go out of their way to let you know they don't fuck with you right you know you can get bogged down in that negativity and you forget about like wait a minute we're doing great there's a lot of people that support us 
a lot of people that love us you know the show continues to like blow up you know slowly but surely and it's not even like we're chasing after some illustrious version of like fame or anything but we don't even know what the final what the final um transformation gonna be yeah so it's just kind of cool to be able to have this journey and experience it with so many people that fuck with us so Mm -hmm. thank you so much for these type of reviews and it's never late i know you said it was three years you're a premium you've been listening for six years um whenever you leave a five-star review is dope with us and we just hope more people are encouraged to leave theirs man because like i said the, the the negativity never takes a day off but the positivity you know like you want to keep that going as well uh y'all make my day by coach Clo nut uh who says five stars especially my wednesday when i'm watching game of thrones and walking dead and some something happens on the show i'll be like i can't wait to hear what rod and karen got to say i love your feedback thank you oh thank you you know we try to do a little different try to do something for everybody Mm and uh one of the things i was thinking about too with the uh with game of thrones you know there's people that only listen to that show that's Mm -hmm. fine with us oh yeah we don't mind that at all yeah like that's like i think people will be like i only listen to game of thrones i'm sorry i'm like well we do a lot of stuff here at the show um you guys don't even like if you don't know what's behind the paywall like we're not trying to make it a show where everybody listen to every single episode and and they're always caught up that's cool if you want to do it i have shows i do like that i'm saying you know keith and the girl is one comes on five days a week and i'm premium and i'm all that shit and i listen to everything they do but not you know not every show is gonna be like that for people right come in you come out it's like a radio show right you don't let you know if you if you listen to time during the morning show you don't be like i missed tuesday's show i'm so sorry Mm -mm. hey it'll be a show on wednesday it'll be all right (laughs) right um anyway thank god for the black guy for tbgwp i don't know what the p stand for uh blurdy girl says five stars the black guy who pees uh black guy who podcast um i found your podcast after the viceland interview my sister and i listened to your game of thrones recast and we laughed our behinds off i'm sad that game of thrones is ending but happy to have found rod and karen well thank you thank you baby yeah and a small percentage of people that listen to game of thrones reviews will stay for the rest of the shit Mm -hmm. you know and that's dope if people want to or at least they're aware of us and they can check in from time to time right um and yeah it's kind of sad that it's ending but low-key i'm kind of looking forward to it being over the to have some finality to everything and be like cool you know like we did that thing yes, it was fun i know how it ends you know there's a lot of pressure and work associated with making those reviews hot as they that uh hot as they are you know content is coming put five stars on it five stars uh this is alicia alicia live who says five stars i found y'all through a facebook group i'm in for internet cousins and i'm so glad a cousin posted your podcast oh i work multiple jobs so much oh man i definitely understand that feeling so um uh oh so i love you i most love y'all because of the amount of content you produce is astounding to me black excellence is here i'm a fan for life y'all are so refreshing thank you for keeping me informed on news and laughing on recaps thank you thank you you know one of the things that i think people don't appreciate man is there has to be variety to this landscape of black podcast or podcasting in general every podcast can't be the same Mm -mm. you know and i think there's traditional formats that fit people's schedules and other people but nobody ever thinks about the people that aren't being served so like everybody ideally in their mind because it was created by white people and most black people 
when they're doing something creative not most people in general when they're doing something creative they just copy what white people are doing and they're like that's what this industry is and so most people think a podcast is something less than an hour that happens once a week um and they and then and that's it and you don't think about it much so you just kind of keep creating the same thing white people been doing and there's nothing wrong with that if you're good at it and you can make it happen cool right but for most of the shows that do that i mean and it takes a lot of time to do what we do but for most of the shows that do that you're not going to separate yourself from the pack anyway so you might as well do what's true to yourself if that's something you can do you know with us we organically grew this show to five days a week premium stuff all that yeah we lost some listeners along the way but we gained some as well but with the big the biggest thing to me is that we're true to ourselves and we don't compromise our vision and if people fuck with the show that mean they really do fuck with us because because this is us you know and i don't know that it'll always be able to be that way you know things might happen we might have to reduce the number of shows we um if so you know like i'm enjoying this journey while we can because if something happens and the the show is like bought by somebody or we get hired by somebody right it's not gonna be the same Mm -mm. you know and i think people don't appreciate that shit you know they don't appreciate like it's almost like magic happens in front of people and people don't appreciate the magic till it's gone yeah appreciate your freedom while you got it man like i've been in the in the wake of that the dim thrones thing people have been hitting up our inbox and all this type of things but also in the wake of that there's been a lot of people who are like you know we want to see this blackness brought into the mainstream and that's cool i think you know i don't know why so much of this stuff that is white media just does not really hire black people and shit Mm -mm. but it's not really a dream of mine you know what i mean like i'm wary of that type of attention and that type of setting because then your show has to not be focused on just black people or just on yourself and it becomes can we make this joke it becomes right um you know it becomes like a a product that you know has different limitations on it and you may not be able to have the same formats and all that stuff Mm so i'm not necessarily excited about all that shit i think it's hard for people to fathom that right because most of us have been you know codified to be like yeah this is how you should feel about this this you're getting this level of attention you this is great you're getting this level of success this is great but i don't know man is i can only be happy with the things i'm happy with and that's not necessarily something i think would make me happy necessarily you know not saying i'd be against it but just in general it's not something i think would make me happy so i kind of like that we are able to be like a, a, a place where black people are being like hey check out this podcast i think you will like it and folks is like in the facebook group like yeah i'm gonna check this shit out like this is dope mm-hmm. like I'm, i want to enjoy that as long as we can the same because there have been podcasts that i've listened to and people have grown and people have evolved because i remember with uh bomani jones and uh the morning jones i love that show but that show was something special and it can never be duplicated and i literally sat at my desk and cried when the last episode aired because i knew that this right here was the end of something special yeah that was the sweet spot right the morning jones is the sweet spot it was like uh, it was like a family of people that just really liked one thing and one person and and talked about sports and and all and it was creative and it was fun and avant-garde and at the same time as you blow up you lose a little bit of that mm-hmm. now it's not a family no more now it's not you know it's not the same you can't call in to the high noon you know and so i think people you know maybe you got to cherish that 
as much as you cherish all the other shit yeah and there's nothing wrong with blowing up and doing those things but like you say the bigger you get you have to things uh change and you can't duplicate the same thing yeah so um not that any of that stuff is on the horizon i'm just letting Mm -hmm. y'all know like Mm -hmm. i just thought about that this morning and was like yo i'm fucking appreciative very Uh, thankful like i read what happened was i read an article and the article was about um basically like why aren't black people being brought into these mainstream media outlets who capitalize off of black work right so you got um stuff like um uh like the game of thrones is out there like oh them thrones black people are making um making this trend every every um uh every sunday so why aren't they hiring black people to discuss game of thrones and stuff like that and like to me i feel like too i feel conflicted on it i'm not as i'm not as like gung-ho about like yeah hbo come hire me so i can talk about this shit because i'm actually thinking to myself like what will they not want me talking about like what joke do they not want me to say what song do they not want me to play what guests do they not want me to have what thing are they going to limit my format by and this, these are compromises that i think people make all the time for money there's nothing wrong with that right. but i don't think that that is the height of what the creative expression is for the recaps that we do the height of our creative expression is actually what we doing right now mm-hmm. is is this it, it's not gonna get more freer than this like it's just gonna get less and less as you get more and more attention so i don't know it's just something to think about man um you know I, I i keep thinking back to those fucking um facebook comments that were first on that that video when vice put it up and how offended white people were about it just the notion that black people wanted to kick it yeah because white people gonna white at the end of the day yeah and that's something that's real too once you become more visible to white people yeah because a lot of it is to get in front of the eyes of white people which i understand because white people got the money but when you deal with white people you got to deal with their bullshit that comes along with it too yeah it's a trade-off and i don't want to correct i don't want to trade the attention for the wrong i don't want to i don't think i don't value that type of attention that much right not to the point where you because there's you know obviously there's white people that don't care about that and they're cool as shit and they don't give a fuck Agreed. but but the fact that once you every time you level up it's another it's more eyes on you trying to figure a way out to to shit on you you know so it's just kind of like an interesting trade-off i was thinking about yeah and, and it's a part of the, the the process and you know everybody has to deal with that in their everyday nine to five life all the time yep uh last one this is from john smith 1787 says hilarious and thoughtful five stars my spouse turned me on to this and i love it even though i'm politically conservative wow yeah that is uh that is uh pretty amazing i won't lie i didn't think any conservative people listen to this shit same um and i would you know i mean you might fuck around and get woke by accident man by accident and uh, you might slip and fall but i oh shit yeah then what you gonna do hmm you know start having empathy and seeing other people's concerns and shit you're gonna be all fucked up in the matrix homie uh <laughs> what's happening you gonna fuck around be like i was actually thinking about them undocumented children the other day and uh, uh but anyway uh thank you for your five star reviews i didn't see any for spoiler reviews thank so yous. let's get into the comments on our website 
uh you can find our website theblackguywhotips.com leave comments on each episode last time we had a feedback show was uh 1888 pushing positivity what's the name of it cc says hello darlings just a quick one gina yashir kind of explained it well to me about british actors coming over know uh, about their bafta awards well in her words bafta black actors fuck off to africa is what that means oh anti-blackness is a fucking global thing the better those uh ados fucks get uh get it the better i guess um the better being pro-black by being anti-black my ass oh okay i don't uh, yeah the better those ados the ados fucks get it the better uh being pro-black by being anti-black my ass yeah ados is um african descendants of slaves movement i don't know if this movie's been around forever i don't know if it's new i think it kind of hit a resurgence maybe around the beginning of this year with the whole like we're gonna ask politicians about reparations thing that a lot of black like people are promoting but somehow it's kind of being co-opted by like the hotel people like you know i think tarina she's really promoting that heavy and also it's kind of being co-opted by like russian bots who are trying to sow discord mm-hmm. among black voters and uh democratic candidates so it's become the litmus test for for all kinds of candidates obviously means to an end i don't care that it's really started by whoever the fuck i hope all the candidates have to ask answer questions about reparations other than that you know i don't we'll see what their answers are i don't really think uh we're gonna get a solution this go around but and i and i think that's my thing we're not gonna really get a a solution and it's one of those things not that those things will never uh, a lot of people have hope that eventually those things will push forward Mm -hmm. and i understand that but for me and i'm not it's not a dismiss when i say this but i'm like okay that's cute but these are the real issues that are actually at hand that we can actually affect right now like some of these things that you're bringing up will take years of research and development you know like like it's not something that can instantly happen overnight somebody can't strike a pen and the law was passed yeah we'll get started right that's all i asked i mean they they talking about starting i mean cory booker um wants to do an evaluation um to see like to re- basically you have to study like the damage that was done to black people the monetary financial damage and then you after you have a committee that does that then you start thinking of solutions and you have to find the most palpable solutions that people will accept that uh help black people you know um that being said um like like this like cc brought up it's become co-opted by just like this weird anti-blackness of we hate africans and black people from like to were brought to america through you know slavery chattel slavery they it's like we need to separate ourselves from every other type of black person to point out that our specific needs are different which i do understand our specific needs are different but then they've turned it into i don't want to see like african people playing black people on screen that were american slaves and i'm like that i don't go that far with it i don't either look into reparations cool um the rest of the shit i don't really care about and i'm just not trying to join the diaspora wars and i mean that like and if if african people are saying some foul slick shit about us i'm not really interested in fighting with them either i just ignore those motherfuckers and don't fuck with them 
and you know and i don't have anything slick to say about africans because i really wasn't raised around african people to love or slash hate them in any type of way because i that's not my experience in america to be like these motherfuckers think they better than me or whatever so there you go um phil g says hello the gratuitous person of blackness i want to say another great medium talk with kareen taylor so much information that i had not known of i grew up in beaumont texas with a great petroleum plant i mean giant petroleum plant less than five miles from my mother's house and the college of the city uh i never paid any attention to it but you do notice that the two neighborhoods that are closest to the area are predominantly people of color Mm -hmm. it wasn't until i joined the military and a good friend of mine went to the local college did i learn that the college would send out warnings for the students that the city never sent out stating that the plant had a venting or something going on that would pollute the air and that the students should stay indoors or wear protective covering to avoid breathing in the air so the school cared enough about the students but the city didn't care about its residents to give out a warning damn Um, yeah i believe that because yeah think about it man uh uh power plants uh nuclear power plants mm-hmm. uh dumps uh cell phone towers yes all this stuff that put out radiation toxic shit shit that can go into your water really think about where these things are located and what's located the closest to it america the beautiful i guess i feel lucky to have made it without any major breathing issues but it's sad that this is how we are treated in this country and now i'm more informed with how to combat that if i get this if i get the chance thanks for the content karen and rod thanks phil oh you're welcome it was so funny everybody clean air but you know what you you fucked air up for the poor people everybody is gonna be fucked up we all we all gonna eventually be breathing the same air people are stupid yeah people just happy rich people people with money people with means classes and all that stuff they just happy to die second i mean that's Correct. really that's really all environmentalism die is second or anti-environmentalism is because it's not like you don't live in the same planet you you just literally just are happy as long as everybody die before you do will trump be impeached yes or no no 87 percent of the audience agrees with you karen 13 percent says yes um brooklyn shoe says i don't think trump will be held accountable for anything and if someone tries the republicans will circle around and protect him because all they care about is winning at any means yes 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 he's not gonna step down <laughs> i i even i even think if he loses they'll probably have to fight and get lawyers to get his ass to leave the white house because he's gonna claim it's a scam like just him leaving is gonna be a big old mess i can see him trying to pass a law to say that uh he could run again like bullshit like that uh ct says i agree with brooklyn shoe babe trump won't be held accountable for shit we got a solid 20 months before we might see the light at the end of the tunnel i just want some sensible people to come up with a plan of action for the next president to take over in 2021 please yep that's basically how i feel i don't think we're getting uh the righteous vengeance that everybody seems to think is coming uh, <laughs> you know everybody's like oh yeah well i shouldn't say everybody a lot of people seem to really be banking on this impeachment thing um and the thing is with impeachment it doesn't mean that you're ousted um, no it does not like i think it was clinton was impeached he just didn't resign um nixon was impeached and he did resign um uh, so it's not you know the the catch-all that a lot of people seem to think it is where it's just like yeah impeach that motherfucker now he gotta go home like mm-hmm. not nah, yeah, really don't work like that because if one piece do it you know because the senate 
and the conquest the grill and this shit so if one person say do it and the other half say no nothing's gonna fucking happen yeah but i'm saying even if they agreed even in a magical world where they did impeach the president we are talking about a president that just goes i lie for a living i'm not recognizing anything you guys have to say fuck y'all and then what you gonna do right you know so that's the thing he's like people keep thinking he would have the decency to resign i'm like i don't i'm not sure that's gonna happen no he don't abide by rules rules mean nothing to him uh speaking of medium talk i did forget to uh read this but uh we got one comment on that episode of medium talk um which was episode 42 we act for environmental justice i put it on the website uh i put it on uh, the regular feed for everybody as well emails 316 says really enjoyed this medium talk it was informative and really painted a full picture of how environmental issues impact all issues we often march and hashtag about i like the medium talks in general for providing these insights on topics i typically wouldn't find interesting thank you that's the whole point thank you episode 1889 welcome to the cookout george lucas uh we had uh some comments let's see raven says i'm at the part where y'all talking about bill Cosby's insurance complaint and the fact that y'all called it rape insurance has me dying i work for a commercial insurance company and to answer your question yes this does exist it's called sexual abuse and molestation coverage what and it's a common form of coverage that can be added to a business's liability insurance wow you so how does that meeting go because i feel like if i'm at a business if i'm at a meeting for my business and the insurance guy is like well now that we covered that liability insurance um i was wondering if you'd be interested in some uh rape and molestation insurance coverage rape and molestation like why would y'all yeah you know uh, you need that sexual abuse coverage uh you know just looking at just looking at how you run your business uh you might want to sign up you might want to sign up i'm I'm looking at buddy over there he looks like he wants to grab titties and ass you might want to sign on the dotted line who brings that up first uh, who brings it up does bill Cosby have people and then his people are the ones who conduct insurance but before they leave for the meeting bill Cosby's like uh could you look into some rape insurance for me i might need that i mean for the, neither here nor there i mean just in case you know just in case your, hot, your house burned down you always get fire insurance yeah let's get flood insurance and then uh, throw in a little rape insurance in there mm-hmm, throw it in, yeah go ahead and throw in that gap insurance you know that 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 is a form of gap insurance like when you buy a, a new car they don't tell you that most people need gap insurance because if your car is ever totally lost you're not gonna get back the two car but a lot of people don't get the gap insurance then they wreck the car and they're on for a car that they can't drive so they was like just in case uh in my experience i've only seen this coverage included for ceos and other authority figures of a corporation to protect the company's liability against these types of claims from employees eg an employee accuses a manager of rape etc but it's likely that bill has this type of coverage because he is a wealthy self-employed entertainer yeah i wonder how many other wealthy self-employed entertainers have this exact insurance personally i was disgusted when i started working at my company and discovered this coverage exists but it makes sense when you think about when you think think about all the settlements companies have to pay out when they get sued there's actually a well yeah it's a big company i could kind of understand because you don't know what your employees are going to do individually so i have to protect myself against anything one of these stupid motherfuckers could do right i don't want to pay out of pocket but when you work for when it's you you personally when it's bill cosby inc it feels a little different uh there's actually a budget set aside for this type of stuff oh i know we talked about it during the harvey weinstein thing uh sorry this is so long but i rarely get to flex my insurance knowledge skills love y'all and the show thank you law says hey rod karen rod and karen 
i i'm glad y'all covered john singleton he was showing us things that the mainstream america doesn't understand he showed america the human side of this of these misunderstood people it's a shame that these mess his messages are all are seen as a myth until cnn is covering something that runs parallel to events in these movies though right also I had no point about uh had no idea about rape insurance but i'm not shocked there was slave insurance in the country in this country too yep yep mm-hmm. go to the nigga me soon they got it mm-hmm. There's probably insurance for every situation where somebody of authority can get off on some heinous crime, no pun intended. Anyway, everything's corrupt like that Ice Cube album. Stay ready. Thanks, Law. Thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's interesting that you said about John Singleton because, you know, I was just thinking about his movies, man. Um, people talk about toxic masculinity and, and, and all that type of shit and, you know a lot of brothers get up in arms at the idea of even bringing this kind of shit up come on but uh the movie baby boy was literally just only about that it was literally just about the oppression that black men feel and the infantilization of black men uh via their uh parenting you know either the lack of fathers in the home the uh overprotective mothers or mothers that just literally are just over they just have too much mm-hmm. on their plate to be able to raise a complete human being right um by themselves they do the best they can but there's just life is, is also kicking their ass too and then you know that cycle continuing and that plight uh constantly like coming up and being surrounded by death and police and uh the way that that we treat our women and the way we treat each other i mean that's what that movie's about it it just isn't called toxic masculinity and niggas swear by that movie like come that's they jam people are like you know love is in like a cult classic type of love i know there's a lot right. of people that think that movie's kind of silly and we laugh at the traumatic parts like we do with all gallows humor but of course he was speaking on this shit without speaking on this shit through the movies and i don't know just feel like we really lost somebody special um that um you know that people were able to kind of laugh off as over the top but now you look at those at those movies and it's like i mean he wasn't too far off no he from, was not. from a lot of the shit we're talking about right now Paula writes in, I couldn't tell at first if y'all were joking or not when y'all talking about rape insurance. I need to see if that's, this kind of coverage exists in Canada. How do you get rape insurance anyway? You go into the office and say, I've got a new car I need to insure and I might look into some rape insurance too? Right. Right. Like, that's the, like when you buy porn at the video store. I know I'm dating myself. You guys are too old to remember this. Yes, porn. It seems like when you have porn at your local video store and you go in, they have a porn section, but you always have to buy like two movies that got nothing to do with porn so you can get Booty Talk 38. <laughs> Mix it in with everything else. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, Terms of Endearment. I really want to check that out. Um, ooh, I guess I'll see Die Hard 3. Didn't see that one in the theater yet. And, um, all that ass seven. Yeah, that, that should do it for today is that what is getting rape insurance oh, yeah, i need car insurance home insurance and uh, why don't we throw some rape insurance in there but really you know you came in there for rape insurance because you're a motherfucking rapist yeah let me get tornado earthquake insurance yeah i might be doing some raping on the side but add, add that in there too um yeah so you go into your office say oh yeah i mean what does rape what does the insurance say, agent say to that if i worked there i would be telling everyone i know that that motherfucker just bought rape insurance so the ladies can get themselves some non-rape insurance mind blown also karen i've known lots of white women named mercedes but they were all strippers that makes sense 
gothic intellect says so regarding the jay-z gentrification comments i disagree with what he said not because he's rich or that i don't personally like him that's beyonce's husband and beyonce makes no mistakes i disagree <laughs> i disagree because it reinforces classism in our community oh i'm so glad you wrote in about this because i actually wanted to go back on the the this is a perfect example of what i'm talking about with this jay-z shit yes i'd much prefer to have black landlords to the white ones but some black people are just as ruthless towards the working class as anyone else my parents generation still demonizes people on government assistance as being lazy good for nothing despite the either that either they or their loved ones use it responsibly jay-z is advocating for trickle-down economics the nigga edition i think y'all are addressing the hot takes and reactions on twitter which are usually from left field so i mostly agree with y'all i would love to hear both you and karen's thoughts on how to uplift and protect lower class in our community without depending on the empathy of the middle and upper classes which may or may not appear to be clear i agree that it'll address the racist aspect of the problem but it doesn't address the exploitation of the poor here's here's the problem i think i have with what you're saying at no point was jay-z like and then start taking advantage of the other black people in the neighborhood the way white people do that was not that was not what he said and i think this is kind of like the thing i had with twitter where it's like people have to assume the worst of him in order to make the disagreement because when it was nipsey just a couple weeks ago nobody was writing in like well i disagree with nipsey because ownership in the black community doesn't really change anything because you just now you just gonna be exploiting the poor that's like nipsey's thing was no now you have heart here and you're coming the kind of people that we want to have ownership within this community are black people who care about the community that's the whole freestyle that jay-z said it starts literally with like because you care about your community you need to come in and then reinvest in your community and people just got caught up on the word gentrify and then they're like y'all gonna relocate black people y'all gonna raise their rents y'all gonna and that's and to me that's like saying um you know to me that's like saying um i don't know um when beyonce made uh formation the people that were like well what she's really saying is that that white people is that it's like no that that doesn't necessarily mean like you have to assume the worst in order to be offended by what she said i don't think he at any point implied black ownership be like white ownership no i think he implied that black ownership because we care about our community should be different than other ownership like it should be a uh revitalization of reinvestment into the areas of the community that you care about because you want you care about the actual people there you know so it's not you know it's not just um you know it's not just about uh coming in and, and being like i'm gonna i'm gonna be a landlord that is like a corrupt uh <laughs> abuser of the poor and i think the fact that the fact that you inserted that the fact that so many people inserted that into his rap it bothers me because i'm like it for me personally i feel like he should have to say that for me to for me to take it that way i would need to see the bar in the line where it was like and now watch us do the same thing um to everybody else you know um and i'm bringing the lyrics back up um so i can look at them in the background because i'm i'm like maybe i'm missing it and there's bars in there like that and y'all can write in with the specific like when he said this line this is when i saw that 
what he was advocating was really about you know just shitting on black people but black people doing it to each other but that's not what i saw and i think also to answer your other question about like how do we help the poor out without uh black people that are poor without it being about empathy from the middle and upper classes you don't you can't you can't it's literally impossible you it is going to take some empathy from some people with means come on to help people that don't have means and nobody gives a fuck about them that's kind of the only that's the only solution there's not like another solution where it's like like somebody gotta give a fuck somebody somebody somewhere you know somebody that's gotta help um and have the means to help right so um and yeah looking at these lyrics like i hate to go through all this shit again i know people like y'all already did this but let's do it uh gentrify your own hood before these people do it claim eminent domain and have your people move in there's a small glimpse into what that's a small glimpse into what nipsey was doing for anyone that's still confused as to what nipsey was doing the neighborhood is designed to keep us trapped they redline us so property declines if you live by blacks they depress the asset and take the property back it's a ruthless but genius plan in fact now i don't feel like he's saying so that's what we need to do to each other i feel like he's saying like this is this is what makes us feel like we're against each other but if we were the people that were owning our property investing in our property um had our assets go appreciate instead of depreciate we wouldn't feel this need to be at each other's backs and to fight with each other and he says that in the next line so now we fighting over scraps crabs in a barrel but crabs don't belong in the barrel and they ain't never tell us that so in the barrel we gonna act like we act we can easily get out of the barrel if we stand on each other's backs whoever gets on top as long as they stay attached they gonna pull everybody out i was doing i was doing just that i told neighborhood nipsey stay close there's a hundred million dollars on your schedule stay lay low uh tell your team to be on point in the places that they go i never dreamed that he'd get killed in the place that he called home how we gonna get in power if we kill the source y'all like to run off on the plug so of course that ain't lit that's a means to an end me and my team was playing the plug ahead of a plan uh sometimes we was only making a thousand a joint there ain't no money but that ain't the main point and he talks about the bricks and shit but my thing for for the part about nipsey and all that stuff is we he's he's modeling nipsey as the ideal here so to me to say he's just saying go in and manipulate the black people that are there so that you can kind of like get over on them because fuck them poor people it, that's not true because pe- nipsey was a man of the people everybody who has talked about him since right it's it was about revitalizing his neighborhood it was about compassion he got killed literally going to get clothes for a brother that had just got out of prison um you know like it like it wasn't to me it was more about like we are black so we would look out for each other if while while we expect white people not to this is not to say every black person that has ever owned something is a good person and they're gonna look out this is not what i'm saying but we're talking about what he was encouraging in this rap jay-z was not encouraging some abuse like i just don't see it he's not just saying trickle down economics like i'm rich and and then you gonna get rich to me he's saying like i'm going to not oppress you like my my job is not to get rich by making you less like less by making you more poor white people in a lot of cases get rich by making us more poor you know and to me that's what he's saying um 
but uh yeah i don't know man i i think that's what he was saying in the freestyle maybe we just you know disagree and that's fine but um i i did not find it to be the um the classism in the community type of thing because um the thing is class already is a problem in america it already exists yes it does so to then approach this thing as if that's not a thing that would matter um in the solution is such a denial of what the problem is that i don't know how you solve something that you won't even kind of express the prop like to me it's like when white people say there is no privilege and i'm like nah you do have privilege i want you to help use it to fix and make things an even playing field you know you don't i don't want you to get to the top and be like well i just don't believe in class i just don't believe in privilege uh i don't want to reinforce that so i'm not gonna do shit for nobody with my all my resources i think poor people just need to figure it out on their own like nah you know what if reinforce the classism to me is steve harvey saying uh the best thing you do for a poor person is not be one of them that's the kind of thing that people were reacting like jay-z said that and that's not what he said Mm-mm. um so but but like i said i appreciate you writing in and uh i just respectfully disagree um with that's with that being the message of his rap uh do you want to see jesse get his job back yes i don't really care either way or hell nah Karen. yes 18 percent of the audience agrees with you 10 percent says hell nah they don't want him to get his job back and 71 percent says they don't care either way Pia says, I do not care if JS keeps or loses his gig. Also, I'm confused by folks who rail against Jay-Z's gentrification rap, but also talk about how we need black-owned XYZ. Make it make sense. They also romanticize about Black Wall Street. Combat Jack, rest in peace, talked about buying property in his old neighborhood for that very reason. I'm tired. Yeah, man. And it's weird because I can kind of understand that people just have a problem with Jay-Z and they're not going to fuck with him because of anything he says. Agreed i don't understand how that freestyle would have made people be like fuck jay-z or what i just don't get it i don't find what was offensive in that freestyle and i'm you know like i said i talked to my homie about it and everything and you know and i didn't come in there on some like man i'm gonna argue with you but i was just like explain to me why this is so fucked up because i'm not getting it and i don't want to i don't want to be a person that just doesn't get it you know but i really don't see what was fucked up about that i think a lot of black people have been looking for solutions to to this kind of thing yes they have and black people of means we i feel like it's such a fucked up thing we do to black people that got money which is we go give back help people you don't care about anybody else black because you're rich and then when they do we're like not like that right you want to <laughs> dictate what they do and it doesn't matter how they do it it's just always like not like, like that and i think the underlying feeling about it is that we are resentful of them for having been the quote-unquote chosen ones and making it and right. being successful and people will never admit that but agreed and i think that's that's part of the problem is like i resent you now you have made it to a certain extent and now your life is reflecting that you have made it you're you've amassed this wealth and so even when you do give back i'm going to shit on how you do that and even if you like i it's i remember when motherfuckers were mad when jay-z said my presence is charity when he said i don't want to uh i don't have to be an activist i don't need to do all that just me showing up at these events should be telling people like this is a cause worth investing in look jay-z was there 
and harry belafonte called him out and people were like yeah harry belafonte uh you got him tell you know get on his ass and then jay-z and beyonce they do start being vocal they do give back they change their music they change their activism they change the social media they change their like the the shows and the interviews they do they change everything and then you still got people finding a way to be like but still fuck you and i think that speaks to something inside of us not them that's something inside of us that's like even though i know you trying i gotta find a way to say fuck that too and that's always been there that's not some new shit nope it when it was uh the boys and fucking um booker t washington like it was always gonna be uh black people fighting each other about the best way to help black people no matter what it's historical and that's fine i'm not saying we all gotta agree we obviously are not all gonna agree um but i find it kind of like telling that we don't know how to relax when somebody's trying and i I, and i say this as a person that struggles with it myself and i've been working on it like you know you can if you've been paying attention to the show you can hear it on the show i'm trying to be less negative towards people that i think are trying trying you know because i think it's easy for me to be like you didn't get that perfect i don't agree with everything you said so fuck you but that's not how i really be feeling like i'm not that kind of person to just be like uh i agree with you on nine out of ten things so fuck you Uh, i need a hundred percent agreement you know i'm trying myself my best to kind of reflect that in the way i evaluate people and be like okay i think this person might be kind of fucked up for this point but i see how they got there or i see what they trying to do that doesn't mean i'm always gonna make it sometimes i literally just something rub you the wrong way and you just can't help yourself but i'm trying man so you don't see me talking about like killer mike uh and his fucking show or whatever and i just don't i'm like what would be the point he think he helping in the best way that he can help and it's not like i disagree with him about black businesses or um black people with the need to protect themselves i think it's stupid to go on the nra fucking thing but he even said he shouldn't have did that so you know he make mistakes like everybody else you know i'm trying my best to kind of like allow for that type of shit you know to a certain degree it's not like i'm trying to be like well this dude be raping people it's cool like nah i'm you know just in general like this person approached that differently than i would have and i don't agree with it philosophically but that doesn't mean i have to like cast them out as a person and i think that's the difference and that's what i'm kind of encouraging with jay-z because like it's not like i'm saying everything jay-z does i wasn't walking around after that freestyle like he fixed he fixed racism y'all like i'm just Mm -hmm. like that's his idea he's a nigga from brooklyn that was born in marcy projects he made it out of life this way using these tactics and he's trying to spread that shit to everybody else and say hey now we can give back to our neighborhoods and be better blah 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 maybe he's right maybe that helps one person maybe it helps a hundred people maybe it doesn't help anybody but i think he's trying to help um anyway alicia says i don't really fuck with jay-z but i fucks with that freestyle as a southern black woman i never really related to him and his music much but i love the part where he would rather have a wife to bounce these ideas off at night love y'all thanks alicia thank you yeah it's funny it took him a while to get there though didn't it i remember him rapping the, the what was me ass raps about how he can never be in love and he can never find somebody to love him because mm-hmm. you know these women is just gonna take money from him and he's just a you know he's too much too. of a hustler and he couldn't even cry on the song so he got to make the song cry and all that shit he's come a long way 
and uh, i think that's why i'm kind of partial to rooting for his growth because i think his example of growth could help a lot of people if they pay attention but i don't think people are really ready to let go of how they already feel one way or the other about him you know they either he either has to be this hero figure or he has to be this like i don't know charlatan and i'm like maybe it's in between maybe he's just a person like us and he's confused and trying to figure it out like everybody else what hopefully you get a chance to get old enough to 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 be able to do that shit as well and and more importantly hopefully people start seeing his example now that aren't his age that are younger than him and go why wait my whole life to have this awakening agreed you know monique says i hope for jesse's sake they don't let him back into the hellacious that hellacious show i think this is part of an exit strategy for the entire contract including the music in they essentially control when he can release his own original music i didn't know that Hmm. i wonder if uh they still got that contract even if he don't get out of it possibly wonder what how that works i don't you know what i don't know mm-hmm. uh episode 1890 pad tie burritos we have a man kasim bentley on who dropped his album yesterday lakeview on all streaming platforms it's a stand-up album uh, a lot of crowd work pretty avant-garde uh so the comment was from eve who says i kind of get why pete davidson might be sensitive about anyone bringing up ariana grande and ariana grandy and kate beckinsdale because honestly they're much more famous than him and the only time i hear his name is a connection to those two i guess that would make a lot of people insecure when you're more famous when you're more famous for who you date than what you actually supposed to be famous for and what's so funny that always happened to women and nobody gives a fuck but for some reason it's a man and he's he's fucking extra fucking sensitive i don't want to hear that you know i mean i'm not arguing with you ev but that's but that's the thing tons of men be like and this woman and every time you hear her name it's attached to him nobody ever has a problem with that nobody's ever you know i don't see these excuses it's oh she's just, just supposed to deal with that but when it's a man he acting sensitive and showing his ass and and and, and leaving i'm supposed to be like oh po you no bitch you dated these famous women you knew they was famous too that's a great fucking point here um yeah i agree i I mean not that i don't want to feel sorry for him or anything but i mean yeah it's kind of it's kind of a thing (laughs) like 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 that that, that's a part of the gig this happens to women all the time they date and and are married and divorced men that are way more famous than they are and every time they go on an interview people constantly asking them questions about their mate um what you call it um that used to date kanye west he did an album about her ever rose right every time she comes up they ask her about fucking kanye west and then people get mad when you decide you don't want that anymore but you know like it sounded to me more like it was a miscommunication thing like his team told the the manager of the of the uh bar not to bring up those two women and then the bar owner felt that he needed to tell the audience that um so it sounded like miscommunication i think it's weird that he decided to not do the gig off of that but you know he got money and he more famous than people give him credit for i mean the nigga is on saturday night live every fucking week and been there forever now like he ain't exactly a nobody right um and he was famously dating ariana grande and he was famously um like vocal about it they were gonna get married and all this shit Mm -hmm. i mean i can get how he might feel like i wish this would go away but 
it is kind of unrealistic to expect this to go away um i mean shit a lot of her fans became fans of him because they were dating so Agreed. i don't think uh this is the kind of thing where i'm not him so it's easy for me to say but use it in your act uh, yeah and and like i said and, and it's no slight but you know if a woman would have did that you know how many fucking articles would have been written about how unprofessional she was and how she couldn't handle the stress like it wouldn't have been this empathy and sympathy you know for him because it's a man you know and maybe that's just me and that's that double standard shit that i constantly see when it comes to these type of things but you know that's kind of how i feel about it if this would have been a woman wouldn't nobody have been like oh they'd have been like bitch you better be professional to get your ass out here and tell these jokes whatever it is we sign up for you to do yeah i guess yeah i guess so um and then the poll was are you into good times live yes sign me up or nah i'm out karen Hmm. I guess sign me up. I just want to see what's gonna happen. All right. Well, it looks like um you're in the minority here. Thirty nine percent of the audience says sign me up, and sixty two percent says nah, I'm out. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, I I think it's gonna be a shit show, but I Mm -hmm. I watch it. And the last one was our feedback show, uh, feedback recap show for them <laughs> Game of Thrones for them Thrones. Uh, we had guest JL Coban on uh, for the recap, um, and we got seven comments, and then of course we got many more emails. Um, mm-hmm. Law says, "Yo, this is the first time I was able to watch y'all live on the Crowdcast, and that was pretty dope. I think my biggest concern about this episode is that I have more Night King questions than I did before. Like, how is he fireproof?" I knew the Night King wasn't completely weak to the heat of flames, but he took a whole ass flamethrower to the face, and I thought that shit was supposed to be super effective against their type. There are a lot of people complaining that Arya got the final blow, but I don't mind. Nobody can match him in brute strength, um, so take advantage of his arrogance by being more clever. Uh, makes sense. Yeah, um, for the Night King going through fire, some people think he might have been a Targaryen. I don't even think that's what it is and i'm not 100 percent sure that being a targaryen makes you fireproof because somebody pointed out that john burned his hand before in a, another episode like a long time ago so i don't know man if, if, if being a targaryen automatically means you're fireproof or not i know daenerys is um that being said um it could just be that his magic was that strong man right like his cold shit was just that impervious to that flame like and he was ice cold <laughs> maybe the other people that he created just didn't have that swag like him sean says Arya using a similar technique to the one she used against brienne to stab the night king exactly where he was stabbed by the children of the forest while brand stared on thinking in a spanish accent i know something you do not know she is not left-handed it was a beautiful scene without references to the past game of thrones but with the depth of the references to the seven previous seasons it was near perfection yeah that was uh that was the thing when she fought brienne she had pulled that move out of course brand gave her the knife which means if brand can see everything in the future he would have known possibly that that knife was going to kill the night king you know um if you know so it just i don't know it's just interesting to, to think about all the levels to this possibly that exist um you know because of how they set it up so um let's see what else we got uh miss one ko says jl reading biggie lyrics in cheeto's voice was so just wow so appropriate <laughs> i like the horror element they out walking dead the walking dead 
i was trying to stay away for the crowdcast but i didn't get the notification i don't know how to fix that i know it was lit in the chat it was and um you need to go to your crowdcast settings and allow it to send you emails and um that notify you when we go live mm-hmm. i'm only 15 minutes into y'all's review but i had to comment dolorous ed was right your boy sam got him killed i too wanted the thracky prequel ken folk rapping uh, uh raping cracking the fuck up um yeah i don't think i want to do thraggy prequel i'm gonna be honest child i know everybody misses cal drogo but them niggas was some savage rapist motherfuckers Damn, and it was off the chain that's clearly gonna cross into some territory that none of y'all is comfortable reading to think pieces about okay back to listening to y'all talk about the brown folks of asia africa essos had to die instead of using their supposed expert archery skills so them northern hillbillies could live and sansa can stay the salt queen uh uh though high key i'm here for her becoming the new lady elena mimi anonymous says i agree with y'all on the aerial attack before sending the dothraki in they also should have returned immediately to the castle with a snow blind when the snow blind hit and perched on the wall and lit it up from there for a moment they could have flambeed all those walkers uh before they crossed the moat true i don't know if they could have got them all it just seemed like the numbers were so ridiculous my numbers was ridiculous because see they have been traveling for a while and remember when Tormine and them got there john asked them about the umbers and mm-hmm. he was like look anybody behind us they got so they was already big and they basically any any little city or territory or or, or, or anything that they cross they got got yeah the question for me becomes what happened to them glovers because they said they weren't showing up and i wonder if they lived and didn't come help battle what the fuck is gonna happen to them because they gotta like they gotta get their heads cut off for mm. that shit agnes says danny still has some dothraki left probably mostly women and children though yeah um we were talking about the people that's gonna fight in the war so no when we say they don't she don't got no dothraki's don't nobody care about the women and the children we talking about them niggas on them horses i'm like the men we about to fight a war against cersei not have a fucking bake-off it's a problem <laughs> not have no cook-off. maybe the show would do a time jump because those dragons got wrecked and needed time to heal plus who's going to clean up all those dead bodies by the way the giant to kill liana mormont was from hard home and showed up before the night king did his resurrection move so it couldn't have been one one who died in winterfell during the battle of the bastards yeah everybody was saying that but i'm not sure y'all right that's all i'm just saying it could have been different giant uh i was waiting for them to show a white hodor but brand doesn't give a fuck about anything anymore so the emotional reaction wouldn't be there um i think hodor got shredded to pieces yeah i don't think we ever gonna see him again but i would mm-hmm. i just wanted to see him for the nostalgia Mm-hmm. nice to hear jl god of impressions back on the pod but i wanted him to give a few frank castle grunts before signing off great show as always ah oh, the punisher would love this battle should have asked him how the punisher would handle this he would have killed it yes dia says great recap of a great episode i love your recaps because both of you enjoy the show i tried to listen to another recap for another show last year and all they did was talk about how dumb the writers were how stupid things were and what they would have done people who work on shows are usually very talented very creative people i like snark and constructive criticism but i don't like mean-spirited critiques if you don't like the show fine but i don't want to hear it so i tune out the podcast that went to shit on the show for 60 minutes sorry for the rant but i just have a soft spot for creators writers artists and performers 
yeah a lot of times that shit comes from like bitter ass like people that want into the industry themselves or they agreed they're like i you know i i'm a creative and that that gives me carte blanche to rip everybody's shit to shreds and maybe it does i mean i think the creative process when you look at it professionally is way different than the way it's sold to us you know that aren't in it you know like y'all like mm -hmm. but i know it's hard work behind it too yeah well also just like writers talk about having their stuff ripped to shreds and presenting in front of a room and how critical it is i think what happens now is with podcasts and the internet and social media and stuff we're now privy to these harsh critiques from not behind closed doors anymore like for most of us a book comes out the book came out that's it we don't get the eviscerated version of the, like and then we told uh yo book you ain't shit you ain't digging deep enough this is stupid take this out like but we get that when you listen to a podcast when you listen to a you read a, a recap and um some people are just more harsh towards things and i think we personally try not to cover stuff that we feel that harshly about right not because that we don't, it's not fun right not that we don't feel that way but i just rather cover things that i enjoy versus cover things that i do not enjoy only one time have we done a recap of something we just or at least me and justin did not fuck with anymore and that was um we were recapping true blood and uh by the end i mean it was just us like we tried to find fun and humor in it but it just was not a good show anymore and we were just like i i literally said we're not recapping it anymore and everyone wrote in like no please man y'all gotta recap this and i i remember when we got done i i said that's the last time we're ever doing that on this podcast because even with people finding fun in our jokes because you know we're still funny uh it just didn't do nothing for me right it's not enjoyable like i just kept thinking of how i wish i had quit this show uh i think this is my favorite game of thrones episode i did not have any problems viewing the show and i'm glad for that everything looked great to me i've watched the episode every day since it aired yeah someone told me a lot of that had to do with uh people watching on their ipads and phones and shit and tablets that will make versus it was meant to be watched on the tv correct in hd yes yeah although i mean y'all have the hbo gallo app i mean y'all should have thought about people at home using those tablets too in mm-hmm. my opinion come on um so that's on hbo for not fixing that excuse me i think this is my favorite game of thrones episode nah, nah, nah. um i was like you and had hope and optimism at the beginning of the episode when i saw those swords set a fire i was pumped question why do people call john stupid all the time is this a bandwagon thing because no one ever Uh, can never tell me specifically why he is dumb i'm not saying he hasn't made mistakes every character has but with john i really just see someone who got a lot of lemons i mean a whole lot of lemons and tried to make lemonade i see bravery before stupidity uh okay well i am a person that thinks john be acting stupid um i don't think i haven't been saying that as much lately because i don't think he's been as stupid as he was before he died he's a lot smarter i really was rooting for him to die at one point because i was like this is the dumbest character on the show like honorable the show is so fucking treacherous and he just keeps trusting treacherous people Mm -hmm. over and over it was really getting annoying and um when he got killed i was like yeah he should get killed everybody like you're literally doing the thing people hate in a place where everyone hates you right so when he got killed you know i was like not really sad i was like good that's a good that's that's the heart of this show this show normally punishes people for being you know uh noble to a point of fault look at yes they do look at ned look at rob Mm -hmm. right 
that being said when he came back to life i feel like he hasn't been as stupid Mm-mm. like he's been very much like hey um motherfuckers be killing people and i'm watching my back now and he hasn't let it turn him into like some fucking like weak ass fearful coward like he's still brave he still fights he still is out there trying to make shit happen but um yeah so i I feel like you know a lot of the hate towards him is probably i don't know people calling him stupid at this point might be just about people wanting to have see danny on the throne or signs on the throne or cersei on the throne or whatever and so now people are picking sides so you have to like really tear somebody down if you like somebody else and i don't know if you guys are noticing our recaps we're trying not to do that so i know i make a conscientious effort to not turn the show into let me tell you why this person ain't shit um and my person that i'm picking is the best and i notice a lot of people on facebook and twitter and shit do Mm -hmm. that a lot right and uh just another peek behind the scenes part of the way that we picked who's gonna be a guest on the show is we don't really want to do that on the show we want to turn the show into jokes and fun and not a debate about why only the person you like should be on the throne because there's no there's no humor there Mm -mm. you know uh last week i had to make fun of sansa for not knowing how to work a knife i'm team sansa i love sansa sansa high blah 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 but that's funny yes that is the joke is not the joke if you don't make the fucking joke right like if you if i come on here on 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 wednesday and i ignore that scene whether you hate or love sansa that's kind of a betrayal of what we do at the show it's kind of me being like i need to protect this character these are fictional people they're not real Mm-mm. there's no westeros and there's no throne so no it's not so um all that to be said like john has done shit that's funny and it was stupid i just don't find him to be currently doing stupid shit right now um Mm-mm. so I, I don't know where people are getting that far from. and the prime example when he was when he was seeing everybody and kept the truck in old john wouldn't have done that yeah like that wasn't yeah when he uh you talking about when sam was about to die and yeah Brienne. he looked and he was like I, i'm on a mission i can't help y'all yeah is is it is hard for me to hate these characters because the actors are so good have you watched the behind the scenes of this episode it was riveting nope Mm-mm. never watched behind the scenes never read the books dia says i forgot to mention my oxymoron to describe tormon he's an adorable creep thanks dia <laughs> um and the last uh the poll was did theon redeem himself to you yes he's all good now no he killed them kids man or i never had a problem with theon karen i guess for me he 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 good i i i don't have a a problem with what uh with the way it ended because lord knows when he jumped off that boat i was i was like i don't there was no way in coming back to me um yes he's all good now 62 percent of people agree with you no he killed them kids man 29 percent of people say fuck that and nine percent say i never had a problem with theon who i'm like wow y'all y'all woo, y'all y'all are some different type of folks man burn them kids up y'all ain't had no problems huh uh i think i'm in 62 percent now he died he went out the best way you could possibly go out it's over uh law says man reek killed them kids him fighting for the living is what he was supposed to do you don't get props for that lol even yara attacked him instead of thanking him with that said i respect the three-eyed raven for not being petty about it as brand and i would have been clearly he needed those words sean says he killed them kids before he was reek 
his story went from being ain't shit to being a wretched reeking piece of shit to being not completely shitty to being an ain't shit asshole that had two moments redemption here is semantics but he was useful in helping sansa and defending brand uh mimi says i was not mad at his turn well he saved his sister too uh mimi said i was not mad at his turn quote isms against the starks he was a ward and his real daddy was like don't uh don't you want laughing at you they said he was a ward and his real daddy yeah his real daddy uh was 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 uh great the, the great joy king that was like you you might as well be a stark bitch i don't care that you oh. fucked up winterfell i don't care about that shit uh his real daddy was like you don't want you don't you want to come home this is to be expected but he killed and then burnt them little boys to show off he was in charge this forever wax sauce him jamie and catfish coochie they smell that they, they mess with kids so they got to go monique said catfish coochie you know who else didn't um didn't cersei fuck the um mm-hmm. Lan- L- the lannister kid that reminded her of um mm-hmm. jamie too that, that young boy that was part yeah. of that cult she sure yeah. did like lancel that was his yeah name. speaking of fucking kids monique that 11.3 percent that never had a problem with theon is interesting right uh he wilded out and he took we, he took winterfell and couldn't even establish himself as leader and so he was pushed to a fake death fake the death of brandon recon and then it was hell in a handbasket after that and he reaped what he sold all that he sold uh really dark knight says man listen like how a whole lot of y'all are in such a forgiving mood i like how, how i like how a whole lot of y'all are such a forgiving mood ask those burnt up kids hanging in winterfell what they think about child's fave as for me and mine fuck that nigga forever a good man will have at least made the night king use three moves before he got himself killed basically <laughs> night king was alan iverson stepping over tyron lou that's what his no dick ass deserves fuck out of oh, here no and ev says theon can eat a dick in hell yeah i think i'm over it let man let us know how y'all really feel i think i'm over it i think him dying was the last like, i was like okay it, it there's really literally nothing more you can do Mm-mm. uh you know bye homie so um <laughs> uh let's get to i think we have a couple voicemails to play let me see this is from tuesday voicemail line of course 704-557 zero one eight six and you can leave voicemails as long as they are two minutes or less because the machine cuts you off when you get two minutes karen and rod can i just say how elated i am that you guys have been introduced in my world on a weekly basis now i can't do it on a daily basis but i did see you on hbo dem thrones i am a huge fanatic of game of thrones and I am just so elated that I am a part of your world now, or actually that you, that I have the luxury that you have been ingratiated into my presence on a weekly basis. I just wanted to take the time to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much. This is what I needed in my life, and I will be subscribing. So thanks to HBO uh-huh. for introducing me to something that I clearly was missing and didn't know I was missing until I have it. No, I'm hooked like crack, honey. So thank you so much. <laughs> I am grateful. <laughs> Oh, thank Aww, you. Thank you, baby. 
Um, glad you're here baby we don't i think we just happy people listen like we know it's some people that's gonna listen every day and we know it's some people that's gonna dip it we don't take it personal we're just glad you're here baby right we're gonna miss you after game of thrones gone but hopefully you check in every once in a while she also left another message a little bit later um in the in the day hey karen and rod so i just signed up on paypal created an account on paypal inputted my credit card information and subscribed and got a confirmation from PayPal that my subscription should be active. But then when I go back to your website, the blackguywhotips.com, that I'm not registered. Oh, okay. I, okay, yeah, you gotta email me for that. Um, yeah, email me, theblackguywhotips.gmail.com. If we have it, I probably already fixed it. You probably already have emailed me. But, mm-hmm. but, if, yeah. but if you haven't, we, we got you, baby. Sometimes PayPal will fuck up. So, um, uh, yeah, we'll take care of it for you. No problem um and thanks to hbo for um hooking us up uh vice a lot of people found us through vice Mm -hmm. um all right and this is the last one when was this that's december 8th so this is today okay uh, oh yesterday at at 8 42 last night so one more voicemail and then we'll be done hi um my name is tanya i'm a long time listener i'll try to keep it short I think it was episode 1186 or 1886. I can't remember. At any rate, you're talking about, um, talking again about how, uh, our interactions with each other and how scary and different they can be when they're online and, um, how we react. And I was thinking about how a few months ago I, <laughs> Like somebody I had known since high school. We haven't seen each other in person in years, so apparently it wasn't that big a deal. And you had me thinking about that, like, was it that big a deal? And probably not, but, you know, I'm guessing we just moved on. At any rate, um, I am a socialist, but I'm also a realist. And as a black woman, you kind of can't help but be. Anyway. Um, I was thinking about how all the talk about money and how you have to have that sort of genius. I'm sorry, I'm kind of sick, so I'm fighting through that. I'm hoping this records properly. Um, if not, I'll try back a little later. I'm just headed home from work. Um, you have to have that Beyonce balance. <laughs> no, she's, everybody gets after her for capitalism. But, um, I don't know. She's got something with how she's using money for her ideas um i'm gonna end it if it hasn't cut me off already and i'll try later thank you for all you do you guys love you uh thank thank you. you and um yeah a couple things you brought up like yeah i sometimes i think about that too like i have a lot of i just have one of those brains that that goes over like conflicts and people that i've you know like either fell out with especially if i know i'm in real life um i've had to change a lot of my perspective though being quote-unquote very little but internet popular is different than forging real relationships with people and agreed you know when those things get put to the test a lot of times you realize like you can't only invest so much time in something that's not really real all the time Mm -hmm. right like um and 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 you know and and i think also like because of social media stuff we have so many shortcuts right something that normally would have taken time the internet condenses time 
mm-hmm. and what people fail to realize you can't push past time because time will tell the truth about anybody in a relationship or anything in your life only time will tell and if you've condensed something and try to bypass time and the relationship lasts long enough time will tell if the relationship was real or if the relationship was not because something will happen a conflict a fallout disagreement something will happen to let you know where this uh relationship whatever the relationship is where it stands for both parties and for some for one party for both parties it might be important for one party it is one party it's not then for both parties it really wasn't that important but only time can tell you that yeah and um i just the thing i always worry about or hesitate about or i think about is just this the callousness with which we can get rid of each other it doesn't feel right and i think um the um the ability for people now to find their words to create their own narrative that that assuages any level of responsibility from them is so scary to me because we're so smart but we're still the same dumb human beings we always were right so we have bigger words we have flowery language but do we really have the emotional maturity or do we just now have the words to express our emotional immaturity in big in big language right and i've been i've been on both sides of that right i've 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 felt or done something petty and then been like i this is how i feel about this shit and this is why i'm right and i go back later and revisit it i'm like i wasn't even really right about that shit or you know maybe i was you know whatever and i've been on the other side where somebody is just like lighting me up or creating their own like this is what what the real problem is and you know and i'm over here on my side like you're lying to people this is not what happened this is you created your own reality that is not warranted because you just you're seeking this approval on the internet you're seeking all this stuff and then the, even the process of like seeking counsel seeking um confirmation from people online we don't know them people Mm-mm. you know what i mean so it's like what is this confirmation really gonna do for us like so uh, i don't know there's just a lot of questions and you i i know we continually talk about this all the time but it's 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 one of the most important i think conversations that we have going in society right now is this role of this new tool that is in our lives and anyone that denies the power and the presence of social media is either in the stone age or a fool because yeah. i mean literally this shit changed the course of the american election um so anybody that that you know maybe people get tired of hearing us talk about it which is fine there's plenty of shows that talk about other things but um i'm always going to be obsessed with it because especially doing what we do we need it to live but we also have to be wary of the hooks it can get into you and being on both sides of that so um and the second thing you brought up about socialism and capitalism and all this stuff it's interesting right because people shit on capitalism but a lot and i'm conflicted because i'm black and i'm in america i don't worship capitalism Mm -mm. by any means and i absolutely understand the downsides of it but at the same time this rigged system is the system we have at the moment right and to be in denial of that isn't necessarily empowering to me so we may need people that have money to make changes in a society that is based on the currency of money and maybe those those changes will um be better and work and maybe they won't you know but 
i I don't know i I don't penalize especially black people for trying to figure something out um when it comes to this money shit you know and it's weird that people go up for beyonce go down on jay-z and that's really more about liking or disliking a particular person because they really be saying the same shit in a lot of cases you know just one rapping it and one singing it you know so yeah that's that's what i think about it karen anything i i think for me um the i appreciate the way your mind ticks uh because i i do have compassion and empathy and sympathy but i think our lines are in different places your line is a little further out my line is like oh look talking about me yes okay yeah like like when it comes to certain things you're you're willing to go a little bit further than me i'm like oh no bitch we're here here stop i'm out you know and i and i will stop at a certain point and i'm and i'm like i'm not going any further than this i've invested all i can invest versus you're like okay let me get to the point but well whatever you're willing to exhaust and and turn over all stones and it's not that i'm not willing to it's just for the fact that as i've gotten older it's not that i've become cynical or mean or anything like that it's just when i was younger i got used and abused a lot a whole lot so my line is not as farther as yours because i'm like no 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 i've seen this before and i'm willing to draw my lines my rope ain't as long anymore as it used to be and i will cut it off and be like nope we're not going any further to here if that means this relationship ends it is what it is um uh, but i know that i appreciate you for challenging me to actually look a little further and be like hey look a little deeper before you uh cut it off sometimes because sometimes if you give it that fifth or sixth or tenth glance you might realize that hey i might not be looking at it right because a lot of times when people look at things they're only looking at it from their perspective and a lot of times your eyes are you're looking at things through rose-colored glasses because you're only looking through things from your experience you're not even considering the other person's experience their perspective how they view things how they see things and stuff like that so it challenges you to actually well challenge me to actually have more of it i do have it but to have more of it because yeah it's sometimes where i'm like well i'm glad you're doing that but i'm not yeah nah i totally get it um and uh i'm learning to be more like that as well like for me i think i was giving people too many chances you know and trying to see things from people's perspectives too much sometimes and that lead that you know especially like a couple years ago when i was like i'm i mean to be frank like that shit helped out the business as well because i was like i'm gonna say yes to things i normally wouldn't i'm gonna say yes to people i normally wouldn't and you know for the overall i burned myself out in a in a big way but i also got relationships i wouldn't have had other way and and you know i got um and i learned some lessons i wouldn't have learned you know and i'm glad i'm glad to be learning these lessons on the small scale when these motherfuckers ain't shit than to be like wow i really fucked up this contract with with such and such you know or whatever like to learn the lesson now is kind of the 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 thing and i and i and i think it really helped me to step into my kind of 2018 2019 mantra which is like yo i'm gonna be so positive about myself and i'm gonna be so affirming to myself and i'm gonna be so um you know committed to like the things that i find to make make my life better and improve it and mentally make it better 
and those things have really flourished for me and i so much stuff just took care of itself it like did. like straight up it's crazy it's it's almost crazy how much it has taken care of itself like people that were ragging our name just shut the fuck up you know people that were uh you know harassing us just stopped people that were spitting lies about us i stopped seeing it stopped hearing about it because i don't look for it and you're entitled to that opinion yes, you, you know are. um i still remember a few years ago when i looked on like uh a, a lipstick alley to form about it and like my feelings were hurt like oh they don't like all the stuff on the show and i let it fuck with me and i was like that and they and i'm thankful for them because they they taught me something about myself like oh i'm basically like emotionally cutting myself like there's part of me that was addicted to being hurt by these people and so because they they deserve to have their they deserve to be like fuck this show i don't like these niggas i don't like their attitude they deserve to be able to say all those things and it's not my business correct and i took that into my personal life as well and um it's really enhanced everything about it i'm i feel like i'm a healthier happier fuller person human being um that while i do care about other people i extend that caring to myself now to be like i care about how i feel how i feel matters too right you know it used to be a time and when i was pushing my shit aside to be like how everybody else feels about me is what's important the kind of manipulative people that 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 really like look for those type of folks they were in my life right they were affecting my life they were making me i was getting ill feelings around folks i was like people were making me literally sick to my stomach you know and i'm like where is this energy coming from and i know it's such a like weird hippie thing to say but that energy i could feel it Mm -hmm. and it really was fucking my life up you know i was stressing me out about shit i was you know not sleeping right not not you know having nightmares and shit like that i'm like where's this energy coming from and i don't feel that way at all anymore you know i was getting panic attacks and nerves from just interacting with certain people because they were just that negative and even when they weren't directly being negative to me i was watching them be negative to other people because it's their currency on the internet it's how they live it's shitting on stuff and so all that to say like um you know when it comes to that that internet relationship stuff i'm more careful about just even calling somebody a friend agreed you know there's a lot of people i'm cool with but nah we ain't friends you know because you start extending that type of language and then motherfuckers start acting like y'all gotta fucking i don't know swap blood at the next you know it's like nah it's just it's cool like and i and i you know and i've always questioned like the people that have the like supernatural expectations of friendship like i was sad and nobody gave me a phone call i'm like nigga i i'm not psychic you know what i mean i don't even have those abilities to be able to like i can feel someone's in need all the way in portland or whatever Mm -hmm. like yo you have to own your own shit we are all making it through life the best we can you know um so that's that's those are just lessons i learned and like i said it helped me to cut things off too mostly just out of um you know focusing on the positive shit and that doesn't mean every time somebody has a bad day i'm like fuck you nigga it just means in general i have to stay grounded in like these are the things that feed me you know correct correct i know for for me um i've 
I've I've grown and learned and I've, and I've challenged myself, which I try to do my best daily to actually just be a better person. And part of being that better person, like you said before, and I agree with, is understanding the relationships and why we why we're quick to cut people off, why we're quick to not have as much patience, why we're quick to not want to be bothered with people when we would not want that extended to us. And I think a lot of times the end result of the internet actually affecting your real world life, your everyday life life, you know, and 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 I think that the internet has been a wonderful place for me and like i said some of my best friends that i have right now i met through the internet so it is not all bad you know but it's one of those things with the internet for anybody is very difficult to navigate yeah and i'll tell you this much too i knew something changed in me when i'm having conflicts with people or something and i'm just like i'm not even interested in telling people about this motherfucker correct there was a time with the show and everything where i'm like yo this person did me dirty i'm about to put this nigga on blast because fuck them what look how they are people you know i'm gonna expose the world to these fucked up people and you know i there's like it i realized over the years like that's just my insecurity talking Mm -hmm. because what i'm trying to do is have other people see this thing and go rod you're not crazy this person's fucked up right and and i'm not saying i would never do it again i mean if a nigga pushed me far enough oh it's right back like i'm i'm definitely a fighter i'm not a i'm not i'm not a you just gonna lie on me and fuck my name up and i just take it type of person and if people can't understand that then they just don't understand me i'm not i got a limit just like everybody else agreed but in general though there was there's people that you know i i'm doing the favor to them to lead to just be like i don't want to talk about these things right i'm not gonna drag my life down into this i'm not gonna drag the negativity into this i'm not gonna make my show about this i'm not gonna turn uh something that's fun for people into a personal soap opera of me beefing with this other person or whatever um or even really giving that person putting them on my level like we're now now we're equals in in this problem like no no i have to learn to be the bigger person and move on because i'm already the bigger person like it's not gonna either way it's not gonna be fair if i say something it's gonna be why you picking on me and if i don't say anything they're gonna just continue to say you know bullshit to people and you know what that's just kind of the gig now yes it is. sucks but that's kind of the gig so i had to learn how to like fucking like you know i had to learn how to, to navigate all that stuff but i'm a work in progress like everybody else and right. there was no blueprint for this shit it right it, it was no blueprint and like you said every now for that i think i have a little bit more patience than you in that particular area as far as you know like like pushing and in, in those type of things because i'm a fighter too but my fighting is very different and the thing is for me um when put like this when i put my dukes up and i say okay it's time for a fight i i'm i'm the type of person that when i get to that i'll just say you in trouble i mean i'm not trying to be funny well we've never nobody on this show's ever heard you do something like that Mm -mm. so um and i i mean we've been together forever and i don't know if i've ever seen you do something like that so Mm -hmm. uh, um i just don't think you would or it's just i haven't ever seen it if you would but i i don't think you would you know I, i've only had that happen maybe once in my lifetime and it freaked me out and scared me so bad that i promised myself that i would never get to that point again like honestly so i was like you know yeah. what? Mm-mm, well mm-mm, yeah mm-mm. i'm like i said me personally i'm not afraid you and 
other people that i know in real life that are my friends that care about me talk me out of like going at folks before and it's and i'm and, and i'm thankful for it because ultimately i end up being happier not keeping the shit going you know and if those people want to be stuck in that place then they then they get to be stuck there you know but i didn't know that years ago like there was times where i would have tried to solve it you know there's that thing inside of me that as you said gives people 10 chances i'm looking for a resolution i'm trying to talk to you and it wasn't really until the last couple of years i learned oh some people when they act up like that and they're just they go from zero to a hundred from you're the greatest to you're the worst hey you know what you just gotta let them go sometimes you know like it, it sucks these are not your real people and you need to go find your people and 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 that's a process that's learned um over time and also uh just life and life experience and me dealing with people kind of a little bit of everywhere and just having these conflicts with people over and over again in various different ways taught me that lesson taught me that hey in certain situations i cannot give you the attention because that's what you want because as long as you get the attention we are both right here well i think you you just also are naturally predisposition to not be like that correct i'm not you know what i mean like that's a that's something i've had to learn like i'm very much a give what you get type of person like i'm I'm a libra up and down if you are nice to me i will be nice back to you even if i don't really like your ass i'll still be cordial to you because that's the kind of person i am i'm put the same energy back towards you but if you start fucking with me and mine it's hard for me to let that go it's hard like it's because cause I have a sense of justice. It's like this shit ain't right, and people should know how you how you get down. Like you want to, you know what I'm saying? Like I, that is part of me. That is always going to be in me, and you know. And then it, it just when you get to a certain station, and I'm not even saying we. I don't even feel like we blown up or none of this shit. Same. But just when you get to a certain station, it's like that's not productive. Right. Because now I'm making my thing about your thing. I'm making my life about your feelings and that's not that's not fair to me that's not fair to the people around me and it's definitely not fair to our audience you know to do that you know and then there's also the added element of and this is you know when that fire starter shit happened there's a lot of people that just want to see a fight they don't actually give a fuck about anyone being right or wrong who's involved they just want the entertainment of watching people tear each other down and to resist that impulse and to be adamantly against that I mean, there's going to be people that's going to try to goad you into it. And that's one of the main things I learned from that situation. We're learning. This is not a blueprint. Right. This, this, this business did not exist. Like, what we do it for a living did not exist before, you know, we started really doing it our, the way we do it, you know? Uh, people still don't think we should be, a, like, this This doesn't make sense that we're able to make a living doing this. So, uh yeah i i don't i mean i don't have all the proper things and stuff so but i'm we're learning you know yeah that's the same learning and growing and evolving and everybody's seeing us grow they're seeing us learn they're seeing us evolve they're seeing us change like we're literally a working process in front of everybody else right and which so, most people get to do it in the privacy of their own homes yeah we had to learn you know uh someone brought up in the chat that's why the shade room doesn't post positive shit yeah i had to learn that there's places where if they're talking about you it's not gonna be good so why would you even want to know you know what i mean like like it's just at some point you just have to be like okay cool this is a different aspect to my life that i didn't think i would have to deal with because i never pictured myself doing what we're doing so great you know just trying to learn to just step into it And, and a lot of times them negative people 
they don't be wrong because they see more for your life than you see for yourself and i know that's been the case with me in many a many a time i don't have big dreams and shit so like you ain't never shitted on me by being like you ain't as popular as you think you is like i don't oh, care God. i i wish i was a little less popular to be honest <laughs> with you it's a little too much you, right now nigga like i was surprised i got this far right like so you know that ain't never been no insult to your to your boy you <laughs> just don't know me that ain't never been aspiration yeah i'm not sitting up here like where's we're ready for my close-up mr deville you know how fucking uncomfortable i was with cameras in my house for t- two times knowing this shit is going out to the world i just made it look cool like i made it look like i wasn't freaking out i was freaking the fuck out like sitting up here like yo this shit could be horrible i don't know i hope they do us right you know all right we gotta go to the next session real quick and we'll come right back and also all right and we're back um but yeah so it's all a learning process um but yeah uh i often think about social media shit because that's a lot of interaction that i have that takes up more time and stuff and i'm trying to find ways to make it take up less and and i've been really doing good with that so but it's still something to think about because i just think of how it's going to affect the world and i bet me and karen and y'all listeners and all we're just a microcosm of this thing that's going to affect the rest of the world um and so much of just the things we talk about happen on social media now how many times something makes news and it's a celebrity or it's a riot or a protest or mm-hmm. um it's the president of the united states like this is not a thing you can just ignore or be like oh these motherfuckers talk about social media it's shaping the fucking world you should be talking about it too you should be paying attention to what's happening it's not it just because you're ignorant to what's happening doesn't mean it's not affecting you right and then it won't impact your life in some way shape form or fashion with laws that are passed on all the levels all right uh we had some emails uh and they're all game of thrones related and this is the last thing we'll get out of here uh Ma says hey rod and karen straight to the point i'm exhausted after watching the episode what the hell brand hold on i have to record this white eyes rest in peace little lady more my you are the bravest in the in the real one i had a single tear rolling down my face when she died take sam instead Aww. two glad theon is dead three okay come through aria clap emojis that's what i'm motherfucking talk about girl i was so scared you my nigga aria always and forever night king slayer come I'm, on i'm never rewatching this episode i feel like i ran 10 miles it was amazingly shot and scripted but never watching it again i stopped breathing too many times i love y'all so many damn emotions iman thank you thank you iman and yeah that's pretty much how i felt watching it um lashonda writes in the doctor uh she says game of thrones feedback y'all are going to cover this well uh so uh wait hold on let me move this over to the side y'all are going to cover this well i so uh i know so i'm not going to write a novel this was yeah thank you for having faith in us okay some people write in these long ass things i'm like did you not think we would talk about it uh this was a great episode i did not see this ending with Arya being mvp the way she was but in hindsight it made sense brute strength which is where everyone else was coming from danny with the dragons johnny john with his experience experience brian and jamie tormon jorah all battlefield warriors is never going to win this 
that was basically cannon fodder and re-up troops for the night king Arya stealthy ass having learned from seasons one how important it was to move like a cat being told by melisandre either season two or three how she would close all the eyes and that callback being brought back here it was wonderful also did you see that fool grin i know mm-hmm. you saw the night king granted danny and drogon like you hit like a bitch and i but i wasn't ready for him to grin at her yo he smirked he smiled so hard at that motherfucking dragon i thought you got me i was hurt i was like oh god no this is the scariest shit i ever seen i'm like oh y'all about to die freddie just showed up he smiled like Kawhi leonard like like he had uh, never smiled before in his life anyway all that said rest in peace baby bear she went out like a real one also what's next because they got maybe 30 people left in drogon i hope Ragon is okay but he dropped uh john off uh after being shredded by viserion and we ain't seen him since yeah i, I think he's fine okay go mm-hmm. stop now love y'all the bits uh i think they not them dragons obviously gonna need to heal but mm-hmm. i think they're alive and uh, yeah they're flying. Both- yeah one of them dead yeah uh game of thrones battle at winterfell oh my god high rod and karen this is adrian happy happy day after my heart has been torn out and dragged through the winter storm day i saw avengers end game on sunday morning and watched game of thrones the same evening this that was not wise though it was like rip, <laughs> it was like ripping a band-aid off fast the pain is all at once with a lingering sting i wanted to write you last week but really only had one thought to share that it seemed like Tormon and Tyrion had become the comic relief which i was unhappy about well they weren't comic relief this week i couldn't tell if Tormon even lived i hate he how he persists with brienne who was clearly not interested but after last week if he lives this week i'm hoping she gives him a chance <laughs> i think that yeah i think it's kind of funny because like clearly Tormon is there for humor clearly his affection for brianne is for humor we're supposed to feel like it's harmless and cute and i can see how some people would feel like annoyed by it because of just real life shit but i've allowed i've i'm allowing this show to just hey y'all wanted to be cute i'm gonna treat it like it's cute yeah and i think uh like you say the last episode there was no jokes when uh he looked and uh jura was riding back looking like he had just seen death in the eyes all the jokes was gone fuck theon he doesn't deserve redemption and brand's forgiveness and uplift just fuck him i'm glad he's dead finally i'm also glad he's dead that was as far as they could take that character i'm sorry oh yeah 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 he wouldn't go no further uh you know liana mormont had to be among the death toll but she took out an undead giant that was a fitting death what a badass and finally unto onto the best badass in the series aria my sneaky girl aria who snuck past the entire night king's army to kill him i cheered and clapped i started reading the books in 2008 and she's been my favorite character since the beginning ish of book one so awesome looking forward to hearing your recap episode have a lovely week thank you thank you she's snuck in there like she got help from dr strange making them circles mm-hmm. uh woo hashtag dumb thrones monique writes in hey rod and karen we made it through uh random thoughts here that might be the most hyped episode in the history of tv that completely exceeded its expectations when is Arya stark gonna announce her candidacy for president of the united states right democratic party might as well throw a hat and they got 45 people already in the in the mix a girl will get the votes 
uh who's a bigger name than Maisie and beyonce right now uh the worldwide appeal of the show and the moment of killing the night king makes her a rock star everywhere she goes it's so deserving since season two she's been carrying her own plot line masterfully she seemed terrified at facing the dead initially because anyone would but she got out of that hall using all her metal girl solid moves (laughs) ha come on that's a good call can we talk about the night king had the bag soundly secured and somehow squandered the realm shaking my head gotta replace that 28 three falcon super bowl disaster fuck this bag up yeah the thing I, I think people don't understand is like um the night king taking so long to kill brand was basically him pulling the over in yeah right gloating that's what he that was, was he was moving mad slow to kill brand he they was just, filming a rap video and everything walking up in there right he was just cruising like he could have just ran up on that man and slayed him and instantly instead he was doing that i have no dog in the race but the juxtaposition of danny almost dying to save winterfell time and time again while sansa was in the crypt throwing dirt on her name was stunning one time comes to mind what kind of queen am i if i'm not willing to risk my life for my people Woo! sansa it's your move sis that episode applied maximum uh i think sansa is absolute key to defeating cersei so i cannot wait to see her game plan no one knows cersei like sansa she is a superior tactician agreed plenty of strength sis agreed i think that after this they're go- i think sansa my 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 guess is that sansa will soften about her and be like you know what you deserve it because you you was out there i was back here with everybody else you you was out there and if it wasn't for you we everybody would have died and so i really do think her perspective would change and yes she knows cersei better than anybody else yep i mean i'm just rooting for all the good people man i don't like i'm just not especially this last season i'm just not into like team this one person versus that so for me i'm like you gonna need danny and sansa hopefully you're gonna need Arya and sansa it's not just gonna be you know you're gonna need john and danny like i hope it's not just gonna turn into and then they all turn on each other and the shit is whack like nah the cersei is in power y'all have less numbers than before you're recovering from battle uh Bron is on his way to kill jamie and Tyrion. like motherfuckers need to get information mm-hmm the plan to protect the exterior west winterwell uh winterfell sorry was great to start out but what on earth was danny and john supposed to be doing lol i facepalm when there was no one to light the trench even though i felt like the trench wouldn't work danny and john should have been lighting the army up front and back on and back of the trench the uh the extinguish the extinguish that fire by just laying over top of it but who would have known did it seem like the night king did some hand signal from from uh white viserion uh for the whites to sacrifice themselves he did i think he was warging them oh, i don't think it was them. i don't think it was a hand uh-huh. oh, i think right. he was i think he he controls shit the way brand does but just on a bigger masterful level oh right like he could see things through their eyes right yeah i think he was just directing them or some shit it felt like john chased the night king on foot for a mile for like a mile in a free feeble attempt to get pinned down by the ice dragon Running like a mile. that nigga ran so long and it was all in slow motion to that piano oh god that's one of the greatest scenes in tv history oh man just reliving it i'm getting i'm getting getting all like worried about this nigga again because i was like everybody gonna die everybody gonna die everybody gonna die everybody gonna die the red woman hit everybody with the magic johnson shit i ain't finna be here tomorrow y'all figure it out (laughs) 
uh our dothraki horde is gone most of the unsullied are gone all the pocs fought and died for the people of winterfell uh maybe they will stop giving them the racist clint eastwood stare now so so very ungrateful the way the unsullied had their tight formations to help the forces retreat stunning speaking of gratitude the actor that played gray worm riley ritchie is a musician has a really dope song called time in the tree the black collective should hit him with some streams truly glad he and masandi made it to the next episode that was really all i was rooting for they're gonna retire in florida yeah atlanta i I was really mostly rooting for them two niggas to live so i everything really turned out okay i'm glad they got the night king or whatever but uh i just needed masandi and gray worm on that beach the fight for sir brienne of tarth rages on uh who's gonna win her love in the end (laughs) Uh, yeah neither jamie or tormon died so that can keep going question now the night king is gone if you were the starks would you would you trust jamie to stay with your side and not double cross you and go back to cersei i mean yeah and i think also when brand when brian's come up there and try to kill them niggas it's gonna be quite obvious what side they have to be on right because i think everybody gonna learn at the same time that yeah yeah. you switch sides and i think him leaving without that army people underestimate how much how much that spoke to cersei and at that point she was like fuck you well brienne had and brienne had his back in front of everybody vouching for him right and then there's the other part where like um i think they're gonna have to do something that shows everybody that cersei like is not fucking around so i think maybe like Bronn trying to kill them or something would be the like ultimate like oh we don't even need to question their allegiance you know but i I don't know i mean i would hope that that would be the end of it i mean they did fight them niggas together well i don't know what else there is to do i mean he was prepared to die yeah uh the 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 citadel has a heck of a battle to the detail um they need to give the legends their flowers lady liana killed a giant white Arya killed the night king danny wielded the sword and stood tall sir brienne commanded those forces winds all over the place overall the fire the fire shots were stunning in the ground battle amazing shot of the dragon flying above the clouds uh this is all uh more than worth it i feel for those who don't watch yet complain while fans of the show are having the time of our lives yeah be safe aside you two monique aka cam doc yeah i you know it's funny man i was thinking about i was thinking the other day uh like somebody had used our hashtag on twitter and said something fucked up about the show or whatever and uh or not even fucked up I, they just were like oh i don't really like this uh rod mumbles sometimes and the the it's kind of boring or whatever and i i replied back like look you know what thanks for giving us a chance that's how i feel we're not for everybody and you know hey totally get it you know that, i'm sure there's plenty of other shows for them to listen to you know and uh, and then another person hit me up and it was i forget what their complaint was oh it's like you probably gonna say stop listening but i don't like this that and other and i said thank you for giving us a chance you know Mm -hmm. like what am i gonna say you didn't have to listen even the little bit you did listen right you found it not good so cool and uh and then i thought about game of thrones this morning and i was like some people don't like game of thrones and they adamantly be out here talking shit Mm mm-hmm so mm-hmm. or they don't watch right so who the fuck am i to be like you gotta like the black guy tips 
hey man it's people out here that really not fucking with the best thing on tv somehow they find it to be not adequate enough in some kind of way and i'm like if it's people that can't like this shit and they it's hundreds of millions of dollars invested in this show come on then of course they don't like my little last podcast it's fine we'll be good we'll be all right baby we'll survive and you will too yeah we'll be all right i ain't mad at you and you uh, know and i cannot wait for um sir brianne to walk around with her new title when people start addressing her lady she'd be like check the name tag bitch i'm a sir yep uh check the numbers bitch come on uh evie uh evie said yeah evie says hi rod and karen i must say that my only complaint the last episode was that it was hard to see because everything was so dark but other than that this episode was great they did the dothraki so dirty but we expected a large casualty count and there was no one in that group who particularly stood out at the kyle drogo the good news is sansa doesn't have to worry about feeding as many people after the night she sure don't baby yeah and i i still feel like maybe i'm the only one but i felt like the dark helped but also i did watch it on the tv it's 4k it got the the whatever you know settings and shit so maybe my shit really wasn't as dark as other people's i don't know i'm kind of glad and i and i am one of those people that like goes into tv and fucks with the settings to get the perfect picture because what i don't like about the 4k tvs is they so dark um just on, on the the on home setting own, right on the setting that you get when it comes out the box they because they have like um whatever they call that dark i forget what the, uh, it's such a technical term but they have that like complete black screen the thing is black as of the black yeah so it's supposed to make uh other shit pop off pop out and i don't watch anything that black so and i don't like to because i can't see shit so like when i would play netflix on it in 4k it'd be dark as fuck i'm like who want to see this <laughs> like this ain't i didn't pay extra money for this so i switched the settings so maybe that's why it didn't bother me um i'm glad most of the main characters survived because i believe that the show has been working up to the battle for the throne and i do believe there'll be a lot more casualties then rest in peace to dolorous ed sir friendzone draw mormont barrick as for Melisandre, fuck you you shriveled old bitch you should have died at the stake like shireen and theon bye nigga um yeah it's interesting because melisandre was definitely the mvp theon probably was co-mvp yeah but i mean that's just one battle y'all been doing some fucked up shit for a long time for a long time and for the realest lady liana mormont the north will always remember you for the g that you were let's pour one out for in her honor um mm-hmm. what can i because mm-hmm. mm-hmm, you know she even said like her people had a strength of 10 men she was like it might not be a lot of us but bitch we can fuck shit up and she proved it and they watched that gate what can i say that hasn't already been said about aria motherfucking stark i love that she was the one to take out the night king because i didn't see that coming everyone thought it would be john but his dumb ass was trying to take out the whole ice dragon Arya has been training for this moment all her life cersei you going down bitch die jamie die i wish you would have died i hate you you are a piece of shit fuck you forever ev i think eventually jamie gonna die i don't know how he gonna die but jamie jam yeah jamie's gonna die mm, i hope brand is there in the corner just waiting on it he just walk in the room and be like what you doing here and then he get killed and brand just like i need to see that uh lisa writes saying greetings lady and lord of house tips i hope this raven arrives in town uh, in time for the game of thrones recap 
uh i started listening to you guys in season six and you never disappoint anyway i'll keep this brief some things stuck in- you did not keep this brief but it's fine lisa uh <laughs> i love when people say that like i will keep try to keep this short i'm looking at the whole email like this is not short uh some things stuck out to me while reading everyone's hashtag hot takes on twitter regarding danny john and brand being useless in the battle for winterfell yes Arya dealt the killing blow but she needed help to get there it was a team effort Danny and John were able to kill thousands of whites on top of their dragons, injure the white Viserion, and go get the Night King on the ground so he couldn't do any more damage. Bran used his warging as a signal to allow the Night King to locate him. Plus, he gave the cat's paw dagger uh, to Arya last season and knew she'd be the one to use it. Everyone who fought helped keep the swarm of dead men from overwhelming the castle. When John was yelling at the ice dragon, he was at the entrance of the Godswoods. Some believe that he saw Arya and tried to create a diversion to allow her to get there to get the brand in time. Yeah, unless they confirm that next week, I'm not rolling with that's what he what happened. I've seen people try to do that, but most of the people that try to do that are trying to deter, to take away from Arya being the one to kill listen lisa the the fucking like agendas around this i had no idea like they everywhere yeah like i low-key just don't engage with people about game of thrones theories online Mm -mm. i just stopped talking to them niggas they they are crazy they are really crazy about this they are mad that that girl killed Arya has been a warrior since like season one halfway through she's been learning how to fight why why are they matter of fact season one episode one she was shooting the arrow so like it's just crazy to me that people really want to take this away from her because they had these visions of like john being like the 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 white man savior of the whole world and because he didn't get the killing blow on the night king all of a sudden they they feel like he was usurped they feel like he was not given enough like validation or whatever and i'm like this whole fucking show is about usurping the tropes it's building you towards the tropes of fantasy and being like but we not gonna do it just the same way so i can't believe motherfuckers got so mad about it but i think that's just the internet now you got the gamergate niggas like Mm -hmm. we hate women i hate captain marvel i hate you know everything that people like Um, i hate they out there to the extreme and that's why you know uh the thing about the theories and stuff. I know people have their own theories and things like that, but the thing is, like, me and Roger talked about it. We know where we got our sources from, when you know, but we don't know where other people got their stuff from. Like I said, people actually dig and and um, find spoilers and things like that, and I'm like, nah, I'm not going to argue with you. Also, even if she did fucking do it by herself, and I mean, she has been living as a little girl in Westeros for, in the most treacherous place for fucking ever, like, she might be able to kill a nigga with some yeah. with some with some some quickness it's like they want no credit yeah i don't get it other random thoughts i'm happy it was Arya, not john not just because it's surprising and unpredictable but also because of the reaction from angry misogynists the term mary sue trended on twitter right after if you heard it before you know the only female characters get this sort of treatment yeah they try to do it with ray from uh the last jedi i i just don't there's a whole point there's a whole like contingent of nerd niggas i just do not talk to or fuck with same they just are not valuable people the dothraki and unsullied died protecting those racist ass northerners i know it was ultimately a fight for humanity but more black and brown lives are lost in the war numbers wise and i've only seen black fans acknowledge that yet another reason i'm glad i found the blackout tips i don't get this perspective from many other recaps i listen to 
yeah they said all the niggas that die first man i like i was looking at them numbers like oh come on now <laughs> like somebody somebody step up and oh god no more niggas is dying um but you know what that's just like every war in real life come on niggas go up front message put all the black people on infantry and shit lastly i love signs of all the shade and her pride in representing the north but didn't she come off ungrateful regarding danny after this battle was uh, uh, has finished danny has pretty much no army and only two injured dragons to fight against cersei for the crown i won't shame signs for not being able to fight but the dragon queen she disliked so much was out there risking her life and her troops for the good of mankind i hope she see hope we see her come to terms with that in the next episode yeah but in all fairness we also got to see what happened outside the crypt and she didn't like she saw about 10 minutes of that shit and had to go inside so she don't even know that danny literally got off that dragon was whooping people ass Mm -mm. so she gonna have to end up telling her hey bitch i was out here fighting too right so um and i i sincerely hope they come to some type of resolution because i I just think think it's stupid right like it really like it's stupid in the terms of like for the bigger picture of what they want to see two characters i really value and like and even john i'd have throw john in there too because john is gonna be the whole he got a claim to the throne because he's a secret son of aegon targaryen like all that shit to me is not that important and i hope these last three episodes they come to some conclusions about that and that is not them killing each other or being shitty to each other hopefully it's them being like nah fuck cersei i we can talk about all this shit in the aftermath but fuck cersei i agree and i think john's gonna be like hey i don't want the throne i support you like eventually they're gonna have a talk and he's gonna be like you know i don't want that title right right lastly i love signs of all oh wait i'm sorry i did that um thanks for reading my ramblings lots of love to you too as always with khaleesi aka blackness everdeen from beyond the wall canada thank you for writing in peace uh lisa and i think we have one more left um let's give a guess okay why did that okay yeah we got one more from ashanti um what up karen and rod long time since i dropped a little feedback but it's them thrones time shout out to Firestarter, and i got to get these words in so you won't be up all day i'm gonna be quick with these rest in peace to my nigga the night king i was rooting for you uh tyra gif i was looking forward to see how you would have decided the halls of deck the halls of winterfell with the bowels of all your fa- our faves you fucked up taking your sweet ass time trying to kill brand come on and now look what happened to you Arya bust your ass down to the slushy my g now <laughs> you let this happen all right y'all crashers bastards incest babies i see why you lost that's true mm-hmm. it is incest babies rest in peace to og triple og liana motherfucking mormont baby girl called on her ancestor lady sharkisha of house oh bitch you thought and <laughs> took down the levy uh leviathan pulls one out for the homie uh rest in peace to dothraki squad your death was as beautiful as it was terrifyingly and painfully stupid why daddy and them thought putting your asses up front was a good idea just to come back 10 times i'll never know recipes that's one of the things i do work wonder how, how would danny's own troops look at this like yo you a lot of us died for this bullshit we this ain't even our fight uh recipes my nigga ed sam got fu- you fucked up haunt him haunt him good ed recipes to melisandre her longer than black than a black church service on the first sunday five spells <laughs> 
<laughs> recipes to whoever thought one how did non-combatants in the crypt was a good idea two winterfell couldn't be defended from within as a whole defensive fortress purpose built purposely built and designed to repel an oncoming foe intent to invade but the truth put the truth inside the fucking castle of the goddamn battlements stupid motherfuckers recipes to gendry aria the new winter uh and she coming for that ass <laughs> hope you got attraction uh hope you got a traction machine my dude you gonna need that lastly recipes to sir jorah i don't know if you saw this but I, it looked like his final words to khaleesi were girl you know i i i i i <laughs> uh oh <laughs> uh, yeah he had that lenny williams <laughs> uh died before he could get it out damn shame pulls out one for the simp hall of fame yo first ballot unquestionable unanimous decision sent hall of fame come on come on love y'all you ain't gonna have to go two or three rounds but your name it's time for your name to come up we're gonna vote you in buddy uh last uh love y'all shanti ps my mama got on twitter just to hop on them thongs i will sing you her at side eye emoji (laughs) oh mama shanti on twitter now she got what three more weeks and then them thrones is over so i mean she we probably won't on, see after that shopped on kind of late but hey better late than never uh all right y'all thank you so much for listening that's it for today's show we appreciate everybody for listening mm-hmm. and we'll talk to y'all later um and uh yeah until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.